Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. In today's episode, I'd like to talk with you about the secrets, three secrets I got to help you send an awesome email message that gets opened, clicked, and hopefully, wink, wink, a sale. You want all that action? You want to get some of that? Well, you got to stay tuned after this short break and we will dive into it. And we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, as always, a big hello and Welcome to those of you who have been listening for the very first time. So glad you're here, and I'm happy that you could be spending your time with me, other than a zillion other things that you could be doing right now. And make sure that you hit that subscribe button, so that way, as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to access it lickety-split. And those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes, you thought I ignored you. I'm still here. I see you. Thank you so much for being here. I am really excited to help grow this community, so I need your help. Please write me a review if you've been listening and been enjoying these episodes. Share with your friends and let me know if you've got a specific question. I would love to talk about it in a upcoming podcast. Just write to me at hello at denisegelee.com. And lastly, let's be social. If you haven't done so already, please follow me on Denise George Lee on LinkedIn or Denise G. Lee on Twitter. Well, you'll be hearing me motivate, inspire in my own unique and sassy way about growing your personal brand and or your service-based business. A lot of these concepts that we'll be talking about will, is featured only and only at my website, DeniseGLee.com. And the course is Confidence Cash and sales. You can only find it on denisegelee.com. All right, so check that out. All right, now let's dive into today's topic. Let's talk about emails. Now, before I launch into this, I I have a confession. I <laughs> did not have a really good relationship with emails. I was one of those people who I'm going to raise my hand and admit it, that I had a MailChimp account. That was my very first email service. And I used whatever template that they sent, whatever format. And all I would just do was just change a couple of things and just hit the send button. And I was not consistent. I sent it to my list maybe once every blue moon. And then when I sent it, they would unsubscribe. The people who would listen would unsubscribe. And and then I would get upset and depressed, and then I would wait in another four months before I sent another message, and then repeat the same dysfunctional cycle. And I want to let you know that you are not alone on having a lot a lot of difficulty with email marketing. Even top copywriters they still are struggling. It's a science. It's an art to email marketing. But before I explain what you need to know so that you're sending rock and roll emails. I just want to let you know just some bare important things that I wish someone explained this to me. Your goal for sending emails is not necessarily to make the sale, okay? The whole goal of sending the email messages is so that you develop an ongoing relationship, you build trust, you build camaraderie. 
you build an understanding with your reader. And when and if they're ready, you will be on top of their brains as to their need or issue, okay? And what I see so often happens, and I did this myself, was you saw some things from these bro marketers where you more or less put on a lot of pressure while smiling behind a yacht and talking about how rich you were and how you could be missing out on all this money and if you don't want to be a loser, you click this offer. It's only going to, the countdown timer is showing below. And if you don't buy this now, your time is over. And we've, you have maybe taught it. You may have received those email messages and they feel slimy and they feel icky for good reason. You wouldn't want to be strong armed into making a sale. So the whole premise of our time with one another talking about this email marketing is basically selling in a way that you want to be sold too. That way that as you market yourself through your emails and through other things that you can do, that you're doing it in a way that represents you, your values, and doesn't leave a icky, smudgy, slimy aftertaste. A lot of these concepts and about how you can market yourself, just email alone, it's talked about my course, Confidence, Clarity, and Cash. You can only find it on denisegeely.com. Click the Courses tab. But today, I really just want to specifically talk about emails because I think that's something that I struggled with a lot. And even though you can go online and you can just read tons and tons of things on emails, it can sometimes make you feel confused, right? Have you ever gone on a wild goose chase on Google and say, how to write emails? And then you click one link and it tells you one set of instructions and you click another email another link about emails and you get sent to a whole new set of instructions that contradict the first set of instructions you you read and you're just kind of like wanting to pound your head against the wall. I know I'm raising my hands thinking about that and I don't want that for you. I want you to have a clear understanding. So one more thing before we dive into the whole best practices, best uses is understanding that the biggest challenge that I face and I know that some of my new clients and business face is that having clarity in your messaging and what I'm saying to you is when I say messaging is basically who you are why your person needs your help understanding the common pain points and the frustrations of your ideal customer and how to get them over that hump from, yeah, this sounds like a great idea to let me buy this thing right now. You're trying to bridge that gap. And one of the ways to do it is through these email messages. It's getting people to first be receptive to understanding what you've got to offer, meaning from the subject line and the preview, and then actually reading it, then taking the next step to click and to learn more. We're going to now, now that we've kind of laid out the surface, let's talk about what we can do to get that. First of all, before you even get the emails, you've got to get email addresses. And there's tons of ways that you need to be getting email addresses. You can get email addresses through obviously through your socials. You can participate and advance. You can create opt-in pages and just sprinkle them all over the website, your website as well as on your social medias. You can 
put it on your Facebook group if this if you still have a Facebook group or some so some type of private group. You have to keep encouraging people. I know one particular coach that has stories, specifically stories on her Instagram where she highlights, hey, if you are not in my list, my email list, you're missing out on this 10% coupon off of such and such service. Or another person might say, hey, I love to keep you up to date with recommendations and other things that help you achieve whatever goal that you're, you know that your ideal customer wants, but the only way you can get it if, is only if you're on my list. Here's the link, sign up. This is not a one and done thing. Even with the email messages, just like collecting the email messages, you always have to test how people respond to your opt-in offers too because one thing might work one time and then go flat in a few months. That's why you constantly just try from different angles and then test and see what are people opting in for. Are they opting in to learn about a particular product? Are they trying to run from fear because of some particular issue that you've highlighted? You have to keep testing. And I always tell all my clients, as I'm telling you this too, as well, that if you make a post, always make sure, without a doubt, you have a link to opt in to your newsletter or to some type of call to action. Just don't write a post and hope and pray that someone will just now navigate to your website and then navigate to sign up to your list. It doesn't work that way. Make it easy for people to get on your list, okay? And one of the ways that you can sweeten the pot is offer them a discount or a special offer I mentioned or explain to them kind of tips and advice that they need. You always need to make sure that you follow the formula of what's in it for me, okay? And this is an opportunity for you to also dive in a little bit more detail and explain about how they can benefit from being on the list versus not being on the list. Sometimes we forget so often that of that FOMO, that fear of missing out. Lean into it. Let people know that you have something of value that's going to really help them and help them succeed. Again, I talk a lot about this more in detail in my course on my website, Confidence, Clarity, and Cash. I'm just going to keep repeating it because there's so much more that I can't explain verbally as during this podcast. So I just want to make sure that you know that I want to support you fully in other ways. Okay. Now let's, now we've talked about how to get those emails. Let's talk about what those emails are meant to do. Now I mentioned in the beginning that there's kind of two main real hurdles that you want to get over with your emails is the first one is to open, okay? Subscribers don't want to learn about your offer or upcoming activities unless they have any interest to open your message. So make sure that you have a lot of curiosities and a lot of fascinations that explain to them exactly what they're missing out by not reading the messages, I always, if I'm looking for ideas or inspiration, I love going on newspapers, on like whatever newspaper to draw of your choice. And look at the headlines. There's a lot of curiosities and fascinations right on the headlines. Let that be your muse to inspire you to think about what other things that you can write yourself. 
Now, the second most daunting thing that I know that a lot of people face is the click, right? That's the next action. And you can decide what that action must be. It could be obviously to sign up or to buy or to watch a video or to whatever you want it to be. But I will say this, and this is what I struggled with myself in the past, and I don't want you going through this as well, is that I did not understand that in order for someone to click, I have to give them reasons, good darn reasons to click. Listen, I think this is really important to understand that most people who just recently signed up to your list, they're not just signed up onto your list. They're signed up into probably four or five other people's lists just like yours. And they're skeptical and they're not really in a rush to have you pitch them hard without a clear understanding of the benefit. That's why I think a lot of people feel that they're not getting the clicks is because they haven't built the case. Now, part of the reason why the case wasn't built well is the people were sent messages that really didn't apply or weren't relevant to them. I'll give you a very perfect example that I made this mistake in the beginning of my email marketing career (laughs) was I would have like 5,000 different opt-ins, like how to improve your website copy or how you can write a sales page and how you can do branding. And then what I would do was I would, after the initial campaign, the opt-in and they got their freebie from me, I would send them to this master list. And then I would send it, I would send the people uh, who opted into how to Uh, improve their website copy to the people who were looking about how to brand themselves. And then the people who opted into the branding got information about how to uh, use fonts and colors. And while all of that stuff is relevant and useful in business, here's the thing. People are only opting in for one thing and one specific thing only. And if you start trying to throw the kitchen sink as it were, on them, which is a whole bunch of other offers and all this bunch of information. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I only came into your funnel, your, I got your opt-in because I was only specifically thinking about this, but you're presenting me why. It's, for example, think of it as you have an opt-in for a keto diet. And then once they opt-in, then you start pitching them the virtues of veganism. As an example, so I would definitely say is make sure, 100% sure that you are consistent about who you're sending your messages and is it aligned with how in the world they got in your funnel. Make sure that you're consistent. Perhaps maybe you might need to kill off some of your old funnels. Maybe perhaps you need to segment and only send targeted emails to people who opt into other things. There is a lot of massaging that you need to do in terms of how people flow through your business process system, through your emails to make sure that it works. I definitely thought that as long as it was under the umbrella of business coaching, then we were good. And it's not how that works. And again, I talk a little bit more about how to really have targeting messaging in my course, Confidence, Clarity, and Cash. But for the purposes of our time with one another, I'll say that 
as long as you don't have clarity about what you're selling, who you're selling, and how you're going to bring someone through your sales process, there's no way you can make the sale because they're confused. And confused buyers just don't buy, okay? So as long as you have some really, really good clarity, I think that's going to have a really big impact, okay? And I definitely also want to say that your message in your email should definitely be a reflection of who you are and how you would talk in the real world. I try to talk for the most part across the board with in the, in the with my clients as well as with you right now and I have that same kind of flavor the same kind of tone in my my email messages as well as my social media posts because I don't want to do a switch and break a bait with people where they're thinking that they're talking to one type of person, you know, for their personality. And then when they're talking in the real world, like, whoa, who are you? You want people to fall in love with your brand, your identity, your style, your flavor. And I will definitely say this because I remember I was having this conversation with somebody and they said, I curse all the time. Should I just not curse? And my thing is, if you curse all the time, you might as well curse in your copy. You you know, if you want to drop an F-bomb or two, you know, on your, your podcast or how or your videos or whatever, because that's really reflecting you. If you know you're going to curse, you're going to know you're going to curse in front of your clients. You know that's just part of your vernacular. There's no reason why you have to pretend like you're little Miss Sunshine <laughs> or uh, a perfect Peter. Just be yourself. Now, as far as I am concerned, I don't do that, but I understand that in the real world, everybody operates under a different paradigm. So you're going to have to decide for yourself your language, your tone, and your people because your people may be totally down for you dropping F-bombs left, right, and center. Be who you are. I will definitely say as long as your voice, meaning like how you talk and your common phrases are really resonating across the board in terms of how you write, how you speak, you know, how you conduct yourself. I don't think it's a problem if it's also reflected in your email message. I definitely believe that we should be as authentic as possible. And the last thing that I want to share with you is make sure that your message is readable. I know this sounds like a no-brainer, but making sure that you spell check, proofread, making sure that there's plenty of white space in between the text. And I know that sounds like elementary, but you would be surprised (laughs) how often we try to write as if we're writing a novel in our, our emails. And ain't nobody got time for that. We, most of the people have short on time. So I always think to myself, if I can write a grammatically sound proofread document that someone can easily read within a minute, two minutes tops, then I'm golden. If you start writing your stuff as if it's in a journal for the American studies of blah, 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 or some type of scientific journal in your email message, unless you are targeting professors (laughs) or an academic class, I would say stop, please stop. Your emails are meant to be short, brief, to the point, actionable items, and give them a clear trajectory of what to do next, okay? Please don't 
think that what worked in the school system or your job applies to writing your email messages to clients. Your clients your, or prospective clients are short on time. They're reading a whole bunch of other stuff. And it feels if it feels as if you're talking down to them, they're going to tune it out and they're going to unsubscribe. They're going to disengage because who wants to feel as if they're back in school reading a textbook novel? I, I don't. I hope I think you don't either. So let's recap everything we've talked about and some big takeaways is number one, emails are definitely about building a relationship. This is not necessarily about sales. This is about being top of mind. So when and if they're ready, you will come to their mind. Also, number two, I want to make sure that you understand that it is a trial and error process. Don't think that or even get mad at yourself if things just don't work out immediately in terms of your open rates or your click-through rates. You're going to have to be doing a lot of testing. Number three, I want to make sure that you constantly, constantly invite people into your world, creating opt-ins. You want to make sure that wherever they're at, they know how to get into your world. Advertise it on your stories on Instagram or wherever your people are online. I also want to encourage you and I know this sounds so basic, but make sure that the lead medic that that they are opting into leads into a funnel of messages that are relevant to why they signed up in the first place, okay? And lastly, I just want to let you know, make sure that your messages are readable, proofread. If you need to let that document breathe for a moment and then come back to it with a fresh pair of eyes, make it short, simple, easy to read, two minutes tops. We're not trying to lecture to professors. We're just trying to talk with everyday people who have everyday problems. Well, and again, a lot of the things I can expand and talk about a little bit more about on my course, Confidence, Cash, and Clarity. But for right now, I'm hoping that you have some really actionable items that you can kind of spoof up or refine or whatever you think you need to do. Well, that is it. I hope that this was a really informative time with one another. If you've got any questions or concerns, please let me know. Send me a message at hello at com, and then let's talk a little bit about it further. Well, that is it. Thank you for listening. Take care and be awesome.